KBCS is powered by listeners just like you. Support this and other KBCS stories, interviews, and highlights by donating at our website, kbcs.fm. A press conference was held Monday morning by people who spoke out against police use of force during an event on February 9th. Students for a Democratic Society and the Seattle Alliance Against Racist and Political Repression chapters held a rally in front of the Seattle World Trade Center. The event was part of the U.S.-Palestinian Community Network's Week of Action. They demanded ending U.S. aid to Israel. KBCS spoke with Mintek Singh with Progressive Student Union, or PSU, at the University of Washington, Seattle, a chapter of Students for a Democratic Society, or SDS. You know, between the 5th through the 11th, um, SDS chapters, you know, all across the country are taking up actions for the past and for this week of action called by USPCN. So locally, what that looks like is us, PSU at UW, is a SDS chapter. The Seattle Alliance Against Racism and Political Repression is a chapter of the National Alliance. Uh, we have a chapter at University of Puget Sound for SDS. We have a chapter at Seattle Central College for SDS. So um, with three SDS chapters and the Seattle Alliance, we participated in the Week of Action. We picked the World Trade Center specifically because, you know, if you go inside, you can look at Boeing. You can look at how many companies uh, that have ties with the UK, with France. You know, it's it's a um, center for international trade. And so the idea was that we're just gonna have a rally, be two hours, leave at six, and then we had cars block the driveway. We let cars exit, right? We didn't keep anybody there. You could leave if you wanted to, but you know we're not gonna let cars inside. We're not gonna let protesters be harmed, and you definitely should not be throwing protesters to the ground or shooting them with pepper balls. And if actually the hotel the Marriott just wants to write a letter of apology for the way they acted, we would more than accept it. At Monday's press conference, participants in the February 9th rally spoke out on the use of force and arrests by the Seattle Police Department. Our next speaker is Cheech, who is a community activist. I'm a community volunteer that helped with Car Brigade on February 9th, 2024. My goal is to protect people who are exercising their First Amendment right to free speech via protest by forming a barrier with my vehicle against other cars who may drive through a crowd of protesters. We've seen this aggression from drivers who have done this, including a Seattle police officer who drove through a crowd of demonstrators with their personal car in July of 2020. On February 9th, I and another five drivers formed a protective barrier with our vehicles encircling the pro-Palestine rally and vigil at the World Trade Center, Seattle. We ensured all cars who wanted to exit from the WTC parking structure and the Marriott Hotel did so safely. Upon the beginning of the rally, within minutes, several police cruisers began lining up along Alaskan Way. At about 5.10 p.m., we observed SPD carrying long black tube-shaped devices. No officers approached me directly at that time to inform me that I had to move my vehicle. I heard a police speaker system sending a message, but with the noise from the crowd, I did not hear what that message was. 
Shortly after, I observed several cops walking quickly on the sidewalk, then running into the crowd of protesters. To my left side window, a cop screamed, go, to me. So I started rolling my vehicle forward. Another cop came in front and slammed his fist on the hood, yelling, stop. So I stopped. Then the one to my left again screamed, go. So again, I started pulling forward, felt a bump, then heard a loud hissing sound. SPD had destroyed two of my tires using those same long black tubes we saw them holding earlier, a spike strip called a terminator. This was still attached to my tire later when I was getting it towed. You will see on video, my rear left tire was stabbed by a police officer as I pulled away. Not just one stab hole, but there are actually three stab holes in that tire. These conflicting orders from officers caused more chaos and confusion, showing their lack of communication to each other and their immense incompetence escalating the situation. It was not only my vehicle that they damaged intentionally, but also two other vehicles using another spike strip terminator device on one and a knife to slash the tire of another as those drivers also complied with their orders to disperse. Why did they decide to damage each of our vehicles when we complied with their orders? This is premeditated intent to destroy our vehicles. Violent retaliation, excessive force and misconduct from these officers. There must be accountability now for these brutal attacks against those of us who are exercising our right to free speech, protesting this genocide our government is funding of the Palestinian people. Thank you, Cheech. Hi, my name is Linda Beavis. I'm a 62-year-old teacher. I'm a mother, so I try to keep everyone in the world safe. And I've been an activist for Palestine ever since I lived there in the 1990s where I documented Israeli soldiers' violence and repression against Palestinians living under Israel's illegal occupation. On February 9th, I was at the rally on the waterfront. We were exercising our First Amendment right to free speech, calling for an end to the genocide in Gaza, paid for with our U.S. tax dollars. We were standing with our signs and our chants. Police were present, but there had been no order to disperse our crowd, and at that moment we were not blocking any street or the driveway. Suddenly, without warning, a group of about 10 police charged into our crowd. The police were moving very fast. As you saw from the video, I was pushed backwards to the ground by those police. My head hit the pavement with a huge thwack. Then police pulled me up and into a cloud of pepper spray that had just been released. They walked me to the paddy wagon, handcuffed me, and placed me under arrest with three other people. On the drive, the wagon was suffused with pepper spray. All four of us were coughing. Firefighters at the West Precinct here 
looked at my head wound and said it had stopped bleeding. I was left in a holding cell, still handcuffed for what I felt like was at least an hour. When we were moved to King County Jail, a nurse examined me. By then I had a large lump on my head. Police took me to Harborview Medical Center where they released me from handcuffs and told me I was released. Police left. Doctors and staff at Harborview then examined me, discussed whether to do a scan of my hematoma, my head lump, and decided that I probably did not have a concussion, but I should watch for signs over the next few days. Currently, I have not fully recovered. My neck and shoulders are sore from that fall, and my head is still slightly swollen, abraded, and sore. I tell my students who have immigrated here from all over the world that in America we have the right to free speech, but with this level of police violence, do we? I'm now going to read a statement from another one of the arrestees, who is Riley Hauk, who could not be here today due to illness, uh, new respiratory symptoms possibly from having been in jail. And here are their remarks. Riley says, I have attended protests for so many different causes, I have lost track. I speak out loud and often for food justice, anti-racism, and anti-war, and that is why I stand in solidarity with Palestine. We know there's a double standard in enforcement when it comes to Palestinian solidarity, black civil rights, and land back movements compared to climate activism, abortion rights, and other recent political movements. I was not prepared for the complete breakdown of justice that I experienced that day. I was documenting police actions during the protest, and I was brutally assaulted by SPD. When multiple officers were already dogpiled on me, one put a knee in my neck and another put a knee in my back. I have bruises and pain all over my upper body from the assault and have experienced an increase in asthma attacks since being exposed to chemical irritants deployed by SPD. I think it's important to tell this story and to hold SPD accountable for their actions. That was audio from a press conference held by participants who attended the February 9th rally to end U.S. aid to Israel, reporting treatment by the Seattle police officers. KBCS reached out to the Seattle Police Department for a statement on the police officers' actions on February 9th, and Lieutenant O'Neill offered this statement. Quote, on February 9th, 2024, at about 4 p.m., a vigil for Gaza demonstration gathered at 2200 Alaskan Way. The group used vehicles and pedestrians to block vehicle access to the parking lot and garage. This prevented vehicles from entering and exiting the location. Resources from the West Precinct initially responded with members of the community response group ultimately arriving to assist. The group was provided multiple warnings to move the vehicles which were blocking entry and egress. Ultimately, one vehicle was towed while another drove away, despite having tires flattened by an approved tire deflation device. Additionally, four suspects were arrested for pedestrian interference, obstruction, and assault. One officer was injured during the incident, end quote. One of the February 9th rally participants referred to in the excerpt earlier who couldn't attend the press conference, but whose statement about having an officer's knee on their back was read from the excerpts earlier, 
they were felony charged for assaulting an officer. A court hearing will be held at 2.30 p.m. at 500 Fifth Avenue, courtroom number one. The community of participants at the rally are welcoming the community to attend the court hearing. You can find the video of the press conference on our website at kbcs.fm.